0: Hi there, my name is Pamela and I breed British Shorthair cats in Perth, Western Australia. I've been breeding and exhibiting my cats since 2004 and I'm even a cat show judge. I'm passionate about the cat fancy and I want to share my knowledge and experiences with you so that you can enjoy your hobby as much as I do. That's what the Cat Breeding for Beginners podcast is all about in this series i'm taking a moment to answer some of the most regular cat breeding questions i get asked every day hopefully the answers will help you too i'm also covering some topics that are important to new cat breeders so that you can start out on the right foot some of the episodes are scripted and some of them are off the cuff the audio is both good and bad but the main thing is the information and i'm sharing it in whatever way i can with you in mind something online the other day and it was a person talking about some of their first experiences as a new breeder and it came up and and it's something I've heard a lot and I've heard it from a lot of people but it came up that their first experience was pretty negative and they um, I think it was they went to a cat show and it was people were mean to them people wouldn't talk to them people were rude to them that kind of thing and I hear this a lot. I hear this a lot that, you know, I'm a new breeder and established breeders won't help me. Established breeders are mean to me. Established breeders are rude to me, that kind of thing. And there's just this, there was just this big us and them ad thing. And I hear it a lot and I really don't like it. I really don't like the idea that there's an us and a them. Because if you want to start thinking of it in that way, Um, Really, that includes me, because I'm an established breeder. I've been an established breeder for a very long time. I've been breeding since 2004. And I have loads of friends who are also established breeders. And I've got to tell you, most of us are actually really nice people. We actually are very welcoming and very accepting of new people. The problem is that, yeah, there are a few people out there that maybe aren't sharing our point of view. But I don't want them to be able to turn people like you off this hobby because it really is a great hobby and I love everybody to be involved in it. So I wanted to talk about that negativity and um, just really tell you that that it doesn't always have to be that way. But maybe explain to you a little bit about why it is that way. Now, um, something that I hear a lot, a lot, a lot is that I'm a new breeder, the established breeders won't help me. The reason they won't help me is because they're protecting their business. That they don't want to compete with me. They don't want the competition. And that comes up a lot. And it's actually kind of not true. I mean, I'm sure it is true for some people out there. What you're asking for is an established breeder has been breeding for a long time. They're not protecting their business because it's not a business, it's a hobby. It's something they do to enjoy. It's a hobby, it's not a business, it's not a financial consideration. It's not like it's another shop that's opened up next to your shop, that's not how it works. But what they're protecting and what they're, they're looking after is definitely an investment. So they are looking after their investment, they are protecting their investment. And what that investment is, is it's a lot of money, because it costs a lot of money to breed cats. It's a lot of time because it takes a lot of time to breed cats. And also, it's pretty much a big chunk of their heart because it takes a lot of love to breed cats as well. So if you've invested all of this time, money and love in your hobby and someone comes along and says, hi, can I please have a piece of that? Then you're probably going to say no because you know, it's something that you've built over a long period of time and you don't necessarily have to say yes the new person doesn't automatically have a right to what the, the established person has. So that's where that sort of comes from. But this attitude of they're, they're protecting their business, it really does get up my nose because that's not what any of us are doing. And the other thing is when a new person comes to you and says, can I have a piece of that? Well, the reason you don't say yes is because that person hasn't proved themselves. You don't know what they're like. And I'm not saying that person's bad. What I'm saying is that a lot of people have been bad in the past. So a lot of breeders who have been established for a while have been burnt by somebody behaving in the wrong way. And they just don't want to go down that path anymore. So they're like, well, come back to me when I know what you are and who you are and what you're about. And yeah, then we can work together. But they're not just going to jump in and and hand over it like I said. Um, money, time, and love that they've put in over a number of years to someone that they don't know whether that person's just going to take it and kind of treat them badly afterwards, so that's really what that's about it's it's not protecting business it's just protecting. I don't know, your efforts, what you've done and and your legacy even when you think about it. Because if you've been established as a breeder a long enough time, your legacy is that your cats will appear in other people's pedigrees, your cats will go forward, you've got hundreds of cats out there that you've bred that are in pet homes making people happy. It's kind of a a big deal to be someone who's um, put in all that work and have that. You don't really want to, I don't know, sacrifice bits of that to give off to other people. So that's that. And then the other thing that comes up is they, they don't want the competition. They don't want the competition. I've got to tell you, as an as a established breeder and a, someone who's really into showing, I am really into showing. I travel interstate to show my cats. I show my cats a lot locally. I'm really into it. As someone who's really into showing, um, it's not about the competition. Because <laughs> when a new person comes along, unless you've, I don't know, been really, really lucky, your cats aren't going to be as good as mine. When you start out, your cats aren't as good as the big established breeders that show. So we don't see you as competition because our cats are the ones that are probably going to win at the shows. So that doesn't make sense to me either. I know it's easy to jump to that conclusion, but that's not what it's about because we're not feeling threatened by you. We're not. We're really not. And um, we want you to be there because, you know... The more people that are at shows, the more people there is for us to compete with. And then when our cats do win, we feel really good because our cats won over a lot of cats. That's the pure and simple fact of it. We want you there. We want you to come, and we want you to 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 see our cats and aspire to that, and to to want to get your your um every generation of your breeding better and better and better. And then one day we want you to be the ones that win. That's what we, that's what we want. We don't. It's not competition. Um, But I think that's why people just assume that people won't help them when they get to shows and and, um, are a bit rude to them at shows. Well, I think sometimes it comes down to timing. If you show up at a show and you're brand new and you're really eager and that's great, and I show up at a show and I've got six cats and six boxes and six cages to put up, that's not really the right time to come and talk to me. The right time to come and talk to me is later on when I'm sitting down drinking coffee in between judging. So pick your moments, people can be really busy when they're um, an established exhibitor because they have things to do. Um, And also just, you know, there are people, there are 100%, there are people at every show that are just grumpy, negative people. And if you come across one of them, that's okay, just move on and say hello to somebody else because there are always some good people there too. There really is. Now I want to tell you an example of, a positive interaction with the new person. So I went to a show and um, I put my cages up and I was putting up about six cages and literally was rushing around to put the cats up because I was showing a lot of kittens that show. And there was a new person there um, who had a cage that was next to one of my cages. And um, she actually, it was a bit weird. I felt like a bit of a rock star actually. She said, oh, are you Pamela? And I I said, yes. And I realised, I had. I said, have we met before? And she said, no, but I've seen your videos and I made these show curtains using your videos. So she actually used, I have a video, if you haven't seen it on YouTube, I have a video of me making show curtains. And um, since putting it up, a lot of people have told me they've used it. So she had a fabulous set of show curtains. There. i was so happy for her. Um, they look really good. And it was her first show and her cat was there for the first time. So I said, oh, that's really great. I said, just give me a moment. I'm just getting set up. So I did. I finished setting up all my cats and kittens and I came over and I had a look at her cat. And I said, oh, that's really cute. The curtains are really great. I said, I think that we might have a problem with your cat though. So her cat was in the show um, as a certain colour and it was written on the tag on the cage. And I realised that her cat was not that colour. I think it was chocolate and lilac, chocolate tabby, lilac tabby. I said, your cat's not a lilac tabby. That's a chocolate tabby. Um, Is that what it's meant to be as and is that what it's registered as?" And I went through a few things with her and realised that no, this cat was actually um, registered incorrectly, which is fine, that happens, and I said, well, what's going to happen today is though that when the judges get to your kitten, they're going to notice that it's not the colour that it's supposed to be. So let's go over here and talk to the people who are running the show and see if we can't get this sorted out before judging starts. And we did. We got the cat. I think she even got it reclassified. Um, And the cat was in the show then as what it was meant to be. So my kittens were on either side of her cat. I had two kittens competing with her kitten. And if I had have been wanting, if I had have been scared of the competition, I would have said nothing and I would have let her cat get outclassed in, in all the rings and then not be judged if I was worried about the competition. But no one is. We're not worried about the competition. That's not how it works. So for me, it was more important that she had showed up at her first show. She was super excited, made a set of curtains. Let's make sure she gets her cat judged. Let's make sure she gets that experience because she, I want her and enjoys that experience. So I went over and got it sorted with her. Then a bit later on, I was putting up, um, sorting out the rest of my cats, giving them their toys and that kind of thing. and. Um, I'd said to the lady as well, I looked over and I said, by the way, you just want to pluck out those ear tips before the show starts because that'll give your cat's ears a rounder look. So I even gave her a grooming tip that would make her cat look better. Again, I had my kitten sitting on either side of her cat, not worried about the competition, Um, just wanting her to have a good show, wanting to give her a little bit of advice that might help her kitten do better in the show. And... um, I remember my friend was there, Tara was there, and she came over and she knew this person because this person worked at her vets. And she said, oh, great to see you. And then she said, have you taken the tips out of your kitten's ears? <laughs> because she, she knew it needed doing as well. And then I think I was um, talking to one of our other members, another member of Cats United that was there. And we were talking and I said, oh, there's a new person over there. She's got a new kitten. That's exciting. And he looked. He said, oh, yeah, I saw her kitten before. I think we were over at the, getting the colour sorted. And he said, have you told her to take the tips out of its ears? So even he was telling me that as well. So there's there's a bunch of us British short hair um, exhibitors all about to compete together in this show. And all we're really concerned about is making sure that this new person who's come along that two of us have never met in our life um, was going to have a good experience and have a good day. And she did tip the kitten's ears and it did, it did pretty good. It did okay. From memory, I don't think it beat... Um, I think it was one of the three of us that actually had a kitten that won that particular um, section, but it did place. So I'm pretty sure it would have placed over the top of some of my kittens, and that was fine. I Have zero problem with that. When you when you uh, really are a, a true exhibitor of cats, when you go to a show, you want the best cat to win. It doesn't have to be yours. It just has to be a good cat. You want a good cat to win. And maybe you might be a little bit disappointed that your cats don't win, and I I absolutely feel that way when my cats don't win. Um, I feel disappointed, but I don't feel anything towards the cat that that won because the cat that won must have won because it's better, you know. And you can normally look at it and see yes, it's better. So it's not about the competition. It's just about the fact that you know. Um, Timing, I think, comes down to a lot of it and also people's personalities. So not everybody is going to be as warm and and friendly as, you know, the little group of people that I hang out with. Um, if you come across that negativity and if maybe your your cat is in a breed and there is someone there that's grumpy and unhelpful and being rude to you or whatever, that's fine, just move on, move on. And if it's not in your section, if you're, if you're struggling and feeling like you're not feeling welcome in the section where you're feeling, showing your cat, go and watch some other cats being judged. So I will often at shows, if I'm not feeling it down in the short hair section where my cats are, I will leave my cats there and go and watch the long hair judging. I've got a couple of friends that are showing in the long hair section, I'll go watch their cats be judged and talk to them. Um, that can be really good because if you move outside of your breed and even your section at a show, and make friends outside of that, those people don't, you know, if you if you do feel that it's competitive in the section that you're in, those people will be more welcoming because you're not competing with them. Your cats are not next to theirs. Your cats are not in their section. Your cats are different to theirs. So move outside of that and meet people outside of that that are. Um, showing in the other sections and people know people so once you become you know friendly with a group of people you'll meet other people and yeah there are i mean there are some really negative people in the cat fancy i'm not going to lie about that but don't paint us all with the same don't tar us all with the same brush because established breeders we seem to be um I know you guys, (laughs) I know most of you guys listening don't feel this way, but I hear it a lot that you know established breeders, we're sort of seen as the enemy. We're the bad ones, we're the ones that won't help the new ones and an us and them attitude and I just, I really don't like it and I will say that my audience, um, obviously, for cat breeding for beginners is beginner breeders, new people. It's right there in the title, I think someone said on Facebook the other day. It is, but if you look at my audience, when um, I look at the names of people that are following me on Instagram, that are following me on Facebook, that are commenting on my posts, that are commenting on my YouTube videos, I look at the people's names, and I'm like, "Well, I know who that is." And that person's been breeding longer than me. You know, longer than me, um, that person has been breeding, you know I've been showing at shows, and I've seen that people person at shows as long as I've been exhibiting. Um, that person there is someone that shows and, and their cats do really well at shows or that person is a really great breeder that's been breeding for 15 years. I'm seeing these people in my audience because they're really good people and they, they're they um, interested in learning something new. They're interested in being involved in the cat fancy. They're people that are um, you know, not just staying at home and breeding and not being part of the cat fancy. They're out there and they're part of it. And um, they're also willing to contribute as well. And they'll comment and give us their wisdom that they've learned over years and years of breeding and they're open to sharing. And so to me, it's like saying that all established breeders won't help new breeders. No, there's people out there that are absolutely amazing. You just have to find them. They really are. And, um, you know, people that are generous with their time, people that are generous with the, the knowledge that they have. And even if they're not necessarily generous with their cat, If you get to know them and get to talk to them and get to, you know, be part of their, I don't know, um, be part of the cat fancy really and show that you're willing to contribute and willing to help and willing to do things, then maybe later on you could be part of that group of people that they do share cats with because people do form into little groups and they do help each other in little groups. And those groups are not fixed, you know, people come and go out of those groups. In WA, I've been breeding pretty shorthairs for years and years and years and years, but it's only in the last couple of years that I've sort of found my tribe, if you like. And that's what you've got to do. You've got to find your tribe. And it's made up of a couple of established breeders and a couple of new breeders. And when we go to shows and we see each other, you know, it's really great and we help each other and we welcome new people. And if those new people um, seem to be a good fit for us, then those people will become part of our tribe. You know, and there's people that haven't been a good fit for us and they haven't become part of my, not my tribe, our tribe, it's not me. Um, And they have maybe gone off and found a different tribe that they are suited to. And that's okay too. Because it's about finding like-minded people that you fit in with. It's about friendships, it's about relationships, it's about networking. It's not really that, I mean, it's about the cats, yeah. That's why we're doing it, that's the hobby. But the social side of it is really good and really be part of it as well so there are many 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 wonderful established breeders who are more than willing to help um, anyone but they you got to pick your moments um you know you've got to not be too greedy with what you're asking you've not got to be too needy if someone's really needy and wants information after information after information after information you kind of think well i'm not breeding the cats for you you know, you're going to have to go out there and do your own research and do your own um, um, finding out your own answers along the way as well. Um, you've got to accept that. Yes, there might be some people. It shows that for them, it really is about the competition. But for the rest of us, it's not. We don't see you as a threat competitively. I don't mean to be... That sounds really rude and a bit arrogant, actually, saying it that way. But it's true. We've if, if you've been breeding for you know 30 years, you would. Expect That person to have cats that are of good quality, and you would expect that person to be showing their cats that are of good quality. They've probably got a lot more cats that they own. Whereas a new person comes along, they show the cats they have, and they only have a couple of cats at that point. So they're showing the cats they have, and unless they happen to have got one that's really good, chances are those cats are not going to be of the same standard as the person that's been breeding 30 years. So we don't necessarily. It's just a fact that, that it's unlikely that your cats are going to be that competitive with our cats. And so the other thing is as well, um, like I said, at that particular show, I was setting up about six cages because I was showing a bunch of kittens. Now, when I show a bunch of kittens, sometimes I bring kittens just because they're cute. Sometimes I bring kittens because they're fun. Sometimes I bring one kitten because he's the one I want to show, but he likes to travel with his friend. So i bring his friend as well so as um an established exhibitor established breeder i might be showing cats that are not of super great quality so if you are a new person and you come along and you beat me and you compete and you place over those particular kittens i don't care because i actually know the quality of them is not that great I might be willing to pay the $35 entry fee just to have that kitten there because it's really cute. And I have a lot of people come to shows to see my cats and kittens because, you know, I post on my social media that I'm there, so I might as well show up with stuff for them to look at. So I don't even get upset if you do place over me because those ones aren't my special ones that I've bought, you know. I might be a bit, you know, if I'm showing Herbert or if I'm showing... um you know some of my other really good cats herbert is my current show cat um if i'm showing him and somebody new came along and did place over herbert then i think my answer to that would be oh well done you've got a good one there because i know my cat's good so if you did beat my cat i think i'd be like wow i'd be impressed i wouldn't be upset i wouldn't be jealous i wouldn't be upset that you have showed up and be mean to you because I don't want you to be there next time because I want my cat to win. I think I'd be impressed. I think that's what I would be. Um, yeah, so we don't want to, you know, if anybody is gives you that feeling that they're trying to chase you away from, from coming to shows and stuff, well then just move on. Find a different group of people to sit with, find a different um, section of the show to go and watch if that's just the whole feeling for the whole show, then just don't exhibit with that group of people. Um, I've had that. I've had that where I've gone to shows and I've felt just completely unwelcome. Just like, what are you doing here? We don't want your cats here. I have actually felt that at a show. Sorry, two of my cats are fighting. Stop it, Teddy and Petey. They're so naughty, they play fighting on the bed. Um, I've been to cats, cat shows where i felt completely uh, just like this whole vibe that everybody there is going why is she here she doesn't normally come to our shows what is she doing here she's coming to our shows to take our prizes i really have felt that way but guess what i was a new person i wasn't a new person at all i think been breeding 15 to you know 15 16 17 years at that point um i wasn't new but i got that feeling so that feeling's not necessarily because you're a new person that feeling might just be because the people that are organized in that show or the association that that shows with just is just that that's just how they are so you just don't i just don't go i just don't go to those ones anymore i pick the ones that i want to go to based on how the experience is and if it's good I'll go and if it's not I won't um yeah that's kind of how how it works so it might be that maybe that feeling is there but it might not be anything to do with you personally it might just be the way that the a group of people that's their tribe their tribe is like that and so you don't want to necessarily be part of that but the negativity the negativity of us and them um new people versus established breeders i i don't like it i don't think it I understand why people come to that point, but really the reality is that it shouldn't be like that. And if you look a little bit deeper, it isn't like that. It's very superficial to think like that. We're all people, everybody's different. Come and meet us, come and talk to us. Um, If you don't like this person, then maybe you'll like that person. And there's room for everybody at cat shows, there's room for everybody to be a breeder. Um, you shouldn't feel like anybody's trying to stop you doing it because they don't want to compete with you or they don't want. They're protecting their business. It's not about that. It's not about that at all. Um, you will. Every new breeder, if they stay, if they stick it out and stay and start start breeding, it only takes a couple of years and then you're not a new breeder anymore. And then you're one of us. You're an established breeder. So you're on the other side of the fence. So maybe it's a matter of getting to that point and then you can see it a little bit more clearly and your perspective will shift. That's just my thoughts for today. I hope that was um, interesting to you. Um, I'd love to hear your comments about that. Maybe you've had a negative experience and you want to talk about it. There's plenty of ways that you can um, have a chat about that with myself or the other people that are listening to this podcast. You can leave comments on whatever platform that you're listening to this. You can leave comments on Facebook, on my Facebook page, and you can leave comments on Instagram, on my Instagram account, and they're both Cat Breeding for Beginners. And you can also uh, maybe go to my website and check out my new mini course. It's a stud cats mini course with everything you need to know about keeping stud cats. As a new breeder, I know that's a really hot topic for people. So that's available now from my website. My website is catbreedingforbeginners.com and my stud cats mini course is there available to purchase. Um, it's 14 videos jam-packed with information but not super long so that you'll get a lot out of it just by listening along a little bit of extra information and I think it'll really open your eyes about what stud cats really are, what they're about, what you have to do to keep them um, and everything from when they, when you get them as a kitten to when you retire them as an adult and everything in between. I hope you enjoy it. So that's on my website at um, com. Um, yeah and make sure you subscribe because i'd love it if you got these podcasts every time they came out i'm enjoying the fact that people are getting something out of them and i love hearing your comments as well okay bye for now thanks for listening to the cat breeding for beginners podcast make sure you visit my website at catbreedingforbeginners.com for lots more information you can sign up to my email list and stay tuned as my cat breeding 101 online course is coming soon